Welcome to Podcaster News Show episode number 43. My name is Sean Thorpe, and we're going to do something a little different with this episode. Uh, Jen will not be here this week, but she will return on our next show. And unlike uh, the usual Roundup-style episodes that we normally do with podcast news items, I wanted to do some extended coverage of the recent announcements made at Apple's Worldwide Developer Conference. We posted an article about this uh, last night, and uh, the news has been flying around the podcast osphere for roughly uh, 24 hours or so, and it's some big stuff. It's definitely the biggest news out of Apple probably since they announced the release of the standalone podcast app for iOS, and in some cases it might almost be the biggest announcement from them since they announced they were going to support podcasts way back in 2005. On this podcast, we assume that most of our audience is independent podcast producers, so we're really going to focus on the stuff that would be of interest to anyone producing their own podcast. There is some news that's more geared toward features for listeners, but that stuff isn't really as relevant, I think, for this show. So the first thing is Apple is acknowledging recent trends in podcast production, and you can probably guess where this starts. They're now acknowledging things like seasons, bonus episodes, and previews as recent trends have made serialized, get it, serialized content a lot more popular. So that's kind of long-form narrative storytelling type stuff that is often released in seasons. Now, of course, podcasters have been producing under the seasonal model for almost as long as podcasting has existed, and podcasters have always found ways to make that work within the existing confines of the distribution system, I guess, for lack of a better term, as best as they could. But Apple is actively acknowledging that Seasonal shows could stand to be presented better inside their podcast app. So they're going to add tags to their RSS spec that will allow podcasters to indicate if episodes are seasonal in nature and then what their episode numbers are, etc. And actually, part of that will extend to all podcasts, even those that are considered to be episodic in nature, which, for example, a podcaster news show is episodic in nature. We don't produce in seasons or, you know, special series or whatever. We just hope to produce a new episode every two weeks. And I would say that the vast majority of podcasts have worked in that manner and still do. And there will be the ability, if you want to use it, to actually assign an episode number within your podcast RSS feed 
to each episode, even if you're just doing this style episodic show versus, say, doing a seasonal show, and it will change how your episodes are displayed within the podcast app. So that could be useful because for a long time, podcasters have been putting their episode numbers in the show titles, and in some cases that's, I don't know, maybe not the most relevant information to take space up in a show title, but based on their examples of how this will look inside the app, you will actually see numbers next to the episode titles, and that will show you you know, what the actual episode number is, and it'll give you a better idea of what the order is versus trying to figure that out from just looking at the episode titles. And that'll be available for everybody regardless of whether you're doing seasons. Building on top of that, Apple is adding a tag to let producers add preview episodes. And again, this kind of gets back to the whole seasonal concept where you might have a show that has a very long break in between seasons and you want to preview the upcoming season maybe a month or a few weeks before the new season launches. Or you could imagine a scenario in which a show has maybe three or four seasons and they're not all necessarily related to the same thing. So having those preview episodes in there would allow listeners to quickly get an idea of, well, you know, is this season something that I really want to pursue or do I want to skip this one? And again, this is something that podcasters have always been able to do just by manipulating the, the metadata that is released with a, a show, but this gives it a much more clearly defined indication inside the podcast app that, hey, this is a preview episode, so if you're looking for that, here it is. And finally, they are adding a tag for bonus episodes, and this could really work for any type of show, but again, it really ties into the whole serialized layout where maybe a couple weeks or a month after a season is out, you want to do a wrap up or you know some kind of um, update on whatever it is that you were covering during that season, then you could put this in there as a, a bonus episode and listeners would immediately understand, hey, that's extra. And you can decide then, well, do you want to listen to it? Do you care? And what's potentially good about that is if you're doing something seasonal based, that ends with kind of a clear idea or, you know, it doesn't end stay on a cliffhanger or whatever, and you want to do a bonus episode, a, a wrap-up, what, what have you, where maybe you might give out some spoiler information, it's going to be harder for someone to download that by accident as the first thing and listen to it and have that entire season of episodes ruined. So... Again, something that podcasters have been able to do just by manipulating the typical metadata that you would produce with a show, but this will make it more obvious and more of an appealing experience, I guess, for listeners, which is good. 
all of these announcements that we're going to talk about today are kind of curious in that they are related only to the iOS podcasts app. There's been no talk of how, if, these changes might appear or affect the iTunes desktop application in terms of podcasts on either Mac OS or Windows. I've known for some time, based on things that I've heard, that the podcast app team and the iTunes team, you know, they kind of work in separate worlds. And that's why there are things and certain features that don't necessarily carry over from one to the other. And it looks like for at least the immediate future, that's going to continue. I know there's a lot of hope that Apple is going to break podcasts out of iTunes completely on hopefully every platform, maybe even Android, which would be amazing. But so far, there's been no real announcement for that. We can look at moves that Apple has made in the last year or so and kind of deduce that that's probably what's going to happen, at least on the Mac side and then hopefully at least on the Windows side, and then it would be really amazing if they also ported that over to Android. It is possible, as there are things like Apple Music on Android, so who knows? It, it could happen. But for now, these changes we're talking about relate only to the mobile iOS podcast app and have nothing to do with the iTunes desktop app. So we covered the first part of the announcement as far as the season's bonus episodes and previews are concerned. And that's obviously important stuff and, and big news. But Apple dropped a real bomb in addition to that, which is they're finally going to provide listener data to everyone. It's my understanding that for some time they have provided some information to a select group of partners. Now, I've never seen that information, and it's not entirely clear to me how you get access to it. That information that they have shared has been kind of nominal in terms of its scope. It's not really the kind of stuff that blows your mind, I guess. You'd still get better overall information from whomever your podcast uh, media statistics provider is than what Apple has given out historically to these uh, select podcast partners. Well, that's going to change. And now everyone who produces a podcast through Apple Podcasts will get access to some fairly specific listener data. And they're going to tell you uh, how much your podcast was played. I believe that is a fancy way to say download numbers or you know stream numbers or whatever. And they are going to break those out as far as what listeners did in terms of, well, did they actually download a file and listen to it later? Or did they do a progressive download, a.k.a. stream? Uh, you will be able to uh, compare performance between your different episodes. You'll also be able to know when they listened. And um, this is the part that people have been wanting 
for a long time. Apple will now tell you if parts of your podcast have been skipped by listeners. And that is kind of a holy grail statistic because as advertising has become a larger part of podcasting overall, the ad buyers want to know, okay, well, somebody downloaded a podcast with my ad in it however many times, but that doesn't actually tell me if they listen to it. So this is going to be the first time that we're really going to see this kind of data directly from a platform as large as Apple. There is a distribution company called Omni that made some noise within the last year saying that they had figured out how to determine how long someone listens to a podcast through presumably iOS podcast app or the iTunes application. And what they were doing is they were analyzing what's called byte range requests from their server versus playback on user devices. And they said, based on that information, that they could tell how long someone was listening to a show. Well, that's probably true, but it's limited to progressive downloads or streams. So if someone just downloads an episode completely in one shot and walks away and listens to it later, Omni doesn't get that information. Well, we're all going to get that information now direct from the source. So this is exciting stuff depending on your viewpoint. And Apple has said that this information will respect user privacy, that podcast producers will see it more in aggregate versus individual information and it's not tied to any specific Apple IDs, which probably means, it's hard to say, probably means there won't be an awful lot in the way of demographic information, because I just don't think Apple is going to give that up right away, if they ever do, because Apple, unlike Google, is very respectful of you know user privacy and information. I'm not saying they won't ever give that information up, but I don't think they're going to right away. And um, apparently, along with them not tying this information to individual Apple IDs, users will be able to reset their identifiers anytime they want. I don't entirely know what impact that may have on this statistics thing, but my assumption is that there will be a setting in the preferences of an iOS device and that will allow users to reset certain parameters and in turn that will basically start over the process of the podcast app uh, aggregating that information and reporting it. I don't really think in the long term that's going to be a big deal for most people looking at these statistics, unless for some reason a whole wave of people decide to reset their IDs because then you'll lose a certain amount of the information as far as comparing uh, episode performance and stuff like that because you need to track that over time in order to generate the, the data. There's just no other way to do it.
So if you're listening to this podcast right now and all this seems exciting to you and you're freaking out going, ah, I need to get out and you know update my RSS feed, there's no reason to panic. The new tags that are coming out, you could probably add those to your feed at any time if you have the ability to do that. It's not really clear if the current iOS podcast app is going to actually support these tags yet. They talk a lot about you know, the, the full feature set is going to come with iOS 11 later this year for the, the new podcast app. So I don't think there's any reason to, to rush out, uh, you know, in, in a hurry to make sure that you have all of your seasonal bonus episode preview tags in your feed, if any of that's even relevant to you. Apple has said that the statistics side of this isn't going to be available until later this year so at a certain level all we can really do on that is speculate on exactly what will be in there in the show notes for this episode i'm going to link to a video that is a recording of the entire presentation where they announce this stuff it's about 25 minutes long and it'll give you an idea of what some of this is going to look like if you want to watch it It is worth noting that all of this stuff is related only to Apple, specifically, at least for now, the iOS podcast app. So while we will get this new data from them, it will still only represent that one area of podcast consumption. So Overcast, not going to be in there. Pocket Casts, Podcast Addict, Castro, those are all apps that people use to listen to podcasts, and whatever consumption happens there is not going to get tracked in this data from Apple. It can't be. Furthermore, any listening that happens outside of iOS in general won't be tracked. So that includes you know, web downloads uh, from uh, any type of computer or mobile device, And, of course, anything that happens on the Android side and, I don't know, Windows Mobile, if that's still a thing. So, wow, this is exciting stuff, and it's definitely going to give us some insights into our audience that we did not have before. I don't know that we should be running out and just discarding everything else because there's still a a large picture here that we don't know yet. Now, because Apple is updating its spec for podcast feeds in RSS 2.0, and RSS is an open source software, any app will be able to tap into these new tags, and presumably the smart app developer's will follow Apple's lead and reproduce what Apple is doing as far as seasons and uh, preview episodes, bonus episodes are concerned. But it's unclear what some of the larger and more established platforms are going to do. Really, nobody's made an announcement on this. The one that I keep thinking about is Google Play Music, which itself has kind of turned out to be a bit of a lackluster player overall in podcasting, but they're the only ones since Apple that I'm aware of that have also created their own set of tags. 
So it's possible that they may follow Apple's lead and create their own set of tags for all this stuff. They may not adopt it at all, but I think what's, I guess, good about all of this is that no matter what, as long as your feed overall conforms to the RSS 2.0 spec for podcasts, it'll work everywhere regardless of whether or not you use these new tags. And that takes me to what is probably my final thought on this for this week. And there are so many podcast publishing tools out there. The good ones are going to adopt the new spec as quickly as they can. A lot of them will probably do it, you know, within a a few months at the most. But those outliers are the ones that I'm really concerned about and the ones that immediately come to mind that I know people are using. Uh, The first one being SoundCloud. I don't know how nimble uh, they are in making these kinds of changes. And furthermore, um, are they going to actually be around long enough for it to matter to them? And the other one is FeedBurner. And this is one of those things where if you're using a good podcast production tool for your RSS feed, you know, one that is modern and being updated and stuff like that, and you're still using FeedBurner, but you're not using SmartCast, then you're probably going to be fine. But if you are relying on SmartCast for whatever reason to generate your podcast RSS feed, I don't know. Uh, Google will actually have to go into the basement or the back room, uh, wherever it is that they you know keep the the servers that run FeedBurner and dust them off and actually look at them and decide if they want to spend the time to update it to work with these new tags. And again, in in theory, if you are generating a solid podcast RSS feed prior to running it through FeedBurner and not using SmartCast, I believe that will probably still work. But if you are relying on SmartCast for your feed, it's going to be up to Google to add all these new tags, and and we can't really say yet if they're going to do that. So that's going to be it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. You can uh, leave feedback at podcasternews.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And uh, with any luck, we will be back with you in a couple weeks.